It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Johnson with you live from the snuggery along the Gulf Coast of Mexico. Kristen from the wilds of Minnesota. How's winter going, Kristen? Oh, uh, snowy. And then I had surgery on my foot mm-hmm. like a month ago. And so like, it's really hard to walk on snow. What happened to your foot? I had a bunion. Like mm. I sound like an old lady. Okay, first, I'm I'm feeling a little bit unloved that I didn't get uh, multiple photos of this bunion as it <laughs> developed and grew. Um, I I mean, <laughs> it was um, just a big old bump on the side of my foot. It wasn't like too bad. Like you see some pictures and you're like, whoa, what's wrong mm-hmm. with that? That was not mm. how mine was. Mine was like I- an elegant bunion, and. <laughs> <laughs> but people look this is this is the 21st century people still I, that seems like a like a 18 I, I you'd think bunions would have been gone like by the mid 30s or something well um, okay so I used to be a hairstylist for like 12 years and you wear like heels and like yeah I wore heels a lot for 12 years and it just doesn't do your feet any good. So it started to really hurt because now I'm like 42. And so I finally just was like, mm, I don't have anything for a couple months. Let's schedule surgery. And yeah, so I have like a really ugly shoe I have to wear right now. That sounds horrible. And it is and it's slippery on the snow and the ice. Yeah. Yeah. That's not so, that's not good mm-hmm. at all. No, that's so not good at all. No, it's not um, good. Listeners, that's why I stopped wearing heels because I didn't want to get bunions. Yeah. Um, listeners, if you have any bunion stories or anything else you want to talk to us about or text us about, hit up the text or the hotline at 228-363-6737. Uh, last episode, Kristen and I were together. We uh, we heard from Miss Debbie. We're going to get into a, a call from Larissa. Maybe this episode, maybe next one. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Kristen, I wanted to check in on you with uh, uh, this playful change challenge thing we're we're trying to do here at the podcast. Um, <laughs> I want to go through this this list of uh, of what everybody's up to. Um, so Brett is planning on spending an, a thousand hours outside this year. Um, she's got some, some hiking and stuff she's planning on doing Lisa Murphy. Um, Oh, I got a medical update about Lisa Murphy in a moment. Um, more time with nieces and nephews, like in face to face personal time and family, because she kind of 
kind of hadn't been doing as much as she'd like in the last couple of years. Uh, Nicole is going to do more writing. Um, Sam is working on finishing more stuff and being a gooder teacher facilitator. Um, Carol is still up in the air. Uh, me, I've got my my whole uh, twelve thing a day checklist that I'm I've been doing. Tasha and I are keeping up our dance a day thing. Um, I've got ooh, I've got uh, I got now that we're into a, a, a we're not homeless anymore. I got my gym set up so I can start working out again. Amazing. We're gonna do the twelve hour walk. Um, I got the kayak and the. Oh, I thought thing of I, a name. Yeah, what name for the kayak? Yeah. So my favorite sea creature is the squid. Uh-huh. So I think you should do something like the drunken squid or the majestic squid or the adventure squid. Uh, oh, that's that's strong. I like uh, I like squid. Squid squids are amazing. Did you know they have a beak? Yes, I I did. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the nature podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got awesome beaks. Um, so yeah, that, I, I'll put that, that's a strong contender there for a name for the uh, which the one? Uh, huh? Which I, one? I like the, anything squid based, but I, I like I like drunken squid. That's good, listeners. You got a name for my kayak two two eight three six three six seven three seven. Um. So um, I, the the thing I'm adding. Um, look, I, I've been a, a year or two ago. I I decided I was going to read all of Agatha Christie's um novels, and so I did that. Uh, then I did all of Hemingway and then I decided what was going to be next. So I decided I'm going to read all of Shakespeare's plays in order. There's some confusion about order because they didn't he didn't, he didn't keep meticulous notes about what he what order he wrote things in. Um, so I, I've started that. Um, so so that's uh, that's wow. Happening. You're like a majestic squid like quite the squid all of these things you're listing i had no idea like i knew about the dance i did not know that you read all those things but shakespeare i don't think i could do it i don't think i'd understand any of it well listeners if you're looking to read some shakespeare go with the the digital version on kindle the the folgers um folgers there they've got it like a shakespeare museum here in the states i don't know if it's the same folgers as a coffee guy i wanted to look that up haven't got to it yet listeners if you know if, if the folgers shakespeare museum is associated with the folgers coffee people um hit me up at 228-363-6737 or i could search it myself um but anyway they've got they've got these great versions where where all the all the tricky language is is hyperlinked and so it gives definitions Ooh. and everything so it's it's really it's kind of slow and meticulous reading sometimes but but yeah. then as you as you get into it you get to you you get into the flow of the language and so stuff you, re, you remember stuff and it's it's been i'm 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 uh reading the uh what the two gentlemen two gentlemen from verona i think is what i'm reading now um uh, so that's a very hmm. boring thing um and uh <laughs> on i mean <laughs> Totally, totally is. No, no, it's kind of, it's kind of neat. Um, Kristen, on my notes here, I've got that you said you were going to, and, and I mean, these things change, but you were planning <laughs> on working on being more organized and productive is yeah, what you told me tell, you were thinking about. Tell everybody um, what the email was yesterday. Well, I mentioned that when we were doing show prep, we do show prep now, listeners. Um, uh, it's hard to, <laughs> hard to tell. But, uh, 
emailing with uh, Kristen yesterday and I said, oh, we got we got an update on the, the Playful Change Challenge. And uh, she emailed back like, I don't even remember what I said I was going to do. <laughs> and uh, I told her what my notes said. And she was like, oh, yeah, if I was if I was being more organized, I probably would have written that down. So um, <laughs> is that still what you're planning on doing or? Have you moved on to know. something else or what's the, I what's feel the like plan? I need to do something more flavorful now, like <laughs> Shakespeare or like kayak a hundred miles. Like, I don't know. Um, can I think about it and tell it in the next episode? Yes. I'm going to look on my little note thing here. I'm listeners. You can hear me do this in real time. I'm putting a scratch out. And I'll probably Kristen forget stuff. that I said that. I should and probably. <laughs> and mine will be just like all year let me think about it and get back well, to you well, you you and carol <laughs> might be in the same boat um so listeners if you're trying any 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 challenges for yourself any playful challenges uh like to hear about those at the hotline 228-363-6737 you can text or leave a voicemail um so are you just feeling unchallenged or you have so many challenges or is life too busy or um uh... Well, yeah, it's a little busy. I mean, but yeah, just lots of projects going on and some travel coming up for mm -hmm. different speaking gigs. And I get to go to South Africa to speak. So that's amazing. I'm excited for that. So there's, yeah, lots of being gone and lots of like video recording. Um, But okay, so I wanted to be more organized. And I feel like... I, I like I'm taking baby steps to do that. Mm -hmm. So like for me, being organized means getting everything on my calendar. So I've done that. So I, I did do that. And so I have a paper calendar and a digital calendar because I need both. Um, so I have like my Google calendar with everything on it and like have linked it to like my zoom meetings so that my zoom meetings just automatically show up. And then it's like on the little widget on the top of my phone. So like, it's always there so I can always see. So I haven't missed anything in a long time, which is great because sometimes I miss things completely. So, uh, um, that I've done. So that's good. Um, and also, like, I try to make lists of things I need to accomplish and get it out of my brain every morning. Sure. So that's a step forward, too. So I, I have done a few things, but probably not where I want. But that, but that's okay, because we're only in January, right? And, and it's supposed to be playful. So part of that is not putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And, and uh... also, I feel like being organized is not playful. So I need to come up with a new one. Um, look, Kristen, one, of, I mean, my big one, and Lisa and I did a whole episode on it. My big one involves the spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've got my spreadsheet of, of 12 things I'm doing every day. And, uh, that doesn't sound playful to you, so are but they the same playful? 12 things every single day, or do they switch? Do you just put 12 things you need to accomplish? No, same 12 things every day. Um, oh. But, but look, we, and Lisa and I talked about the spreadsheets, even it's, it's all about the mindset you bring to things. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you're, if you're choosing play is, is first, I mean, uh, we're, we're talking grace conditions of play here. So the, I mean, it's chosen by the players and if you, yeah. you have a, a playful mindset for it, um, it's like worksheets. If, if a teacher is forcing kids to do worksheets, 
um, might not be playful. But every once in a while, you've got these these uh, these four year olds who have older older siblings yeah. who do homework that want to do worksheets because they want to feel exactly. like as big kids. And then then it is totally playful. Play. So mm-hmm. um, being more organized, if you if you take a playful approach to it. Um, can be organized. So you try things out and you, you allow yourself to be flexible. And, and uh, on, on my, uh, on my, my, my 12 things here, I've got, uh, we're on, I'm day, on day 47 of, uh, of these 12 things. And I haven't missed one of these 47 of these 12 things in 47 days now. Oh my gosh. Good for you. And, uh, and, and I mean, it's nothing, I mean, I mean it's, it's not like I'm it's like I, brush I, your do, teeth, comb your a, hair. Uh, fl- floss is on there. No. Uh, uh, through the little, it's quick floss morning beach time stretch a little outside meditate a little outside those are two different ones uh-huh. listen to a random song this is a fun new one I just I've got a, a, a I found a website that randomizes Spotify songs Ooh, and so fun. I pull up a random song uh, no most of it's shit it's not fun it's oh. horrible um, I have heard a, <laughs> I, I've, I've heard a mildly okay one and then a bunch oh, of no. uh, and then 40 45 bad songs uh, cold shower like okay. I see cold shower yeah, yeah. um our dance a day thing is on here where yeah. we, today is day eight 581 uh today will be that we've been doing that um read for fun not just for work uh work on some some h playvolution hq projects do some push-ups afternoon beach time Amazing. and 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 drink a half a gallon of water every day out of my out of my oh. absolute vodka bottle <laughs> we really don't know if it's water or vodka yeah, um, yeah. Well, by the end of the episode, you'll know. Um, and, and so, and, and so, those those things give me structure for everything else that I want to do. And and I feel if I can if I can check those things off today, then it's been a then it's been a good day. So, um, totally nerdy. There's a spreadsheet involved, for God's sake. But yeah, um, really. for me, it, it's playful because and and I noticed, um, I've had to to keep it playful and keep it loose. I've had to force myself not to get too intense about it. I did. I did like uh, uh, the morning beach time. Is I, I've, I'm keeping track of whether I'm running or walking on the beach. And I did like uh, 26 run days of running in a row. And I thought, eh, maybe that's getting too intense because I, I start pushing myself a little bit more than yeah. I probably should. And so, so I, I intentionally decided, okay, we need to do some walk days to balance that. Um, I was getting competitive with myself with with pushups, and I said, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do two pushups. Um, <laughs> because that, I can there still I can still check it off the list. Yeah. And because because part of making change and part of sticking to things is is if you build too too stringent uh, a framework around what you're trying to do, then you're you're gonna maybe fall short of that, and you're gonna label yourself a failure, and you're gonna give up. Yeah. And so being able to build in that flexibility to your, your, your challenge is, is important, I think for this. I love that. I love that that it's not like a specific number. I noticed that as you were going through your list, it's do some pushups. Yeah. Because, because the thing is people, people set goals for themselves and, and, and then they fall short of that and then they, they beat themselves up and, and, and give up, give up. And so the, I think the best way, the most effective way to do it is to, to be a little bit more gentle with yourself when you're, when you're trying things out. Um, and so if you can do that with your, your planning and organizing, it sounds like you're, you're, you're moving in a positive direction. Yeah. 
I don't understand. I don't understand the digital and paper calendar. How does, doesn't that, that, aren't you doing twice as much work? I mean, yes, it just, I think for me, it just is, it's easy to just write it down quick. And then I think like once a week, I'll go in and put everything that I've added into my digital calendar. So maybe eventually it'll get to the point where it's all digital, sure. but not yet. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. um, let's try to get into this listener call. For <laughs> okay. Um, I think we got time here if I can remember how to share. And and will Jeff remember? I, I think after you, oh yeah, see after you tip, click that little tab, listeners, we had some technical problems last time. Yeah, click have to that tip tab, again. Jeff. Okay, um, here's Larissa. Hey, Jeff, uh, this is Larissa, the mom from Texas. Um, I called you a little while ago about... We got like episode and a half, two episodes out of Larissa's last call. So, uh, wow. so, uh, Larissa, Larissa, she's up on the, you know, she's up on the top 10, uh, listeners. Uh, I, I'm look, I don't have, look, we, the show doesn't have a budget to do like a Mount Rushmore kind of thing, but, um, <laughs> you know, I was thinking about having our, our top 10, 15, uh, listeners butter are sculpted in butter and, uh, <gasps> putting this, this kind of a bust, not like a full body butter sculpture. Yeah. yeah. Um, we don't have a crazy budget, but having them sculpted in butter. And then here in, here in the studio, I would install a refrigerated, uh, display case to, uh, to keep them there. And then if, then if somebody fell off the list, we would just have, have the sculptor come in and reshape their face for, uh, for the new person. I think that would work. Oh my gosh. That would be. Look, it, mm -hmm. Yeah. You have them sculpted in, in marble, then you're stuck with it. But if, if it's yeah. butter, you can change things yeah. around. And I mean, as time goes by, people age, and so we could we could change their faces as they get older and everything. I think it's a, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, you could also do it with sand on your beach. Oh sure, sure. That wouldn't <laughs> that wouldn't last as long as no as butter. And look, I, I look, I never, I never cover myself in butter before I go to the beach. That's always an after the beach thing. Oh my! Uh, back to Larissa. My two year old. Um, I just was instructing an after-school group that ranges anywhere from kindergarten to, I think, sixth or seventh grade, and I did an art program with them, and I've done uh, many activities with kids over the years. I've done summer camp. I've done, um, like, youth group stuff, and I've was hit with a lot of... Uh, uh, we're going to pause and tease us for a minute. I got to go, go, uh, go back to this, uh, Larissa. Um, if you're listening to this episode, uh, what, what kind of, what kind of arty stuff are you doing? Are you like, do you do your own stuff? I send me, send me some pictures of your work. I'd like to see what's going on. I'm totally yeah. jealous of people that can, can paint and draw things that look like things that other people recognize or are pretty. I wish that's that I, I thought about putting that on my, my playful change challenge is learning to draw. Can I t tell you something that I made it, that I said I was going to do this? I don't know. Well, something I just wanted to learn that I haven't spent time learning. Sure. Um, Digital drawing, like on my iPad in Procreate. So I've been taking some like classes on Skillshare and like making some really beautiful art, digital art. I'll, I'll text you or I'll email you one of the things that I Yeah, you created. you send me some pictures and I'll decide if it's beautiful. Okay, okay. <laughs> you do that. Yeah, so um, maybe we'll okay, add that to your back list. Back to Larissa. That sounds good. Back to Larissa. Larissa, the artist. 
uh, criticism within themselves about their artwork that I have not seen in, in a while. And uh, I was talking to one of the instructors, um, and we were trying to figure out how best we can, you know, move forward and, and talking about their artwork. And I was trying to explain it to her, but I would love to hear um, your thoughts and maybe somebody who, I don't know, more qualified than me, um, talk about, you know, talking to kids about their artwork and ways we can fix how we talk about it because it was very disheartening. Um, they hated the stuff they did, and I, I tried to make them feel better about it. Um, but, I mean, like I said, during summer camp and stuff, a few of the, you know, the really artsy people would get really hard on themselves and, you know, feel really bad about something they did. Um, but, you know, the general consensus was, you know, everybody was like, okay, you know, I like what I did. But today, when I was doing this watercolor program, there were several, several children who came up to me and said, I want to start over. I want to do it again. Um, mm -hmm. And um, it was quite eye-opening for me. Um, so, yeah, there's just kind of stuff. Have a good one. Thanks for calling, Larissa. Um, mm -hmm. What are your... What are your thoughts, Kristen? Okay, did she say how old they were? Um, I think at the beginning, I think it's it's a uh, it's it's like late preschool to early elementary. I think it was. Okay, well, so I think that our society as a whole just puts such a value, or like, mm, um, I don't know. I think that okay, backing up the way that we approach art in like early childhood, like it's either process or product and some mm -hmm. programs offer product and some only offer product and some offer only process and some offer both opportunities for both. But when children are brought up in really like that industrialized school system, everything is that you're, that you do is, is like, pitted against other children and what they're doing. So it just becomes like a subconscious thing that's built into you that like, you just want to be better as compared to other people. So it's a really hard thing to, I think, to like break into when children get older. With younger children, um, there's, lots of different things that you can do as far as like early childhood and letting them just have like free reign over their own process art. Um, but when they get into elementary school, like if you're noticing that, I think the biggest thing that you can do as the adult in the room is to have a conversation with them about what they're feeling about it and like, see if you can kind of figure out why. And then also like give them feedback, like, this is your art and like actually just having a real conversation with them about it to kind of see like if they if they'll open up to you about why they're hard on themselves about it okay i i and and i get that i i think i think it's great um that they're being hard on themselves and want to start over. That means because because look, um, maybe they're not happy with what they did. So why yeah. not start over and try again? Um, I I I think look, I've written eight or ten books and I hate them all. 
I hate them all. I wish they were all unpublished. Um, I, I, I spent I spent years uh, uh, building early learning stuff and being a toy company. Hate it all because it could be done better. Um, and yeah. so I, I kind of like it when people are hard on themselves because that that uh, that says to me that there's there's some self critique going on there. There's yeah. some drive to improve. There's 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 some. Um, some ability to to not think that they're perfect because um, look, I'd rather have that kid than, than the kid that thinks anything they scribble on a piece of paper should be yeah. hung and uh, hung in a museum. So um, and Very and true. again, mm-hmm. I mean, there it, it all goes back to individuals. So there there could be kids that are that are hating on their their creations because they're hating on themselves. Uh, and and so I mean, part of it is is understanding the individual children. And, and where they're coming from. But yeah. I, I think a, a percentage of them might just be self-critical because they they know they can do better or want to do better. Does that make me an yeah. ass? No, that's so valid. It's so true. Because I think about like my work and what I do. And yeah, like I often think I should write a book, but then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna hate it in 10 years. Like I... <laughs> Or, um, I don't know anything that I do or put out. Like if I record a podcast and I go back and I listen to it and I'm like, ew, I don't like my views changed a little. Like, I don't like what I said, or, um, I create something and put it on Instagram and look back on it in a year. And I'm like, ew, like it could be better. So I do that, but then I get better. Like it just yeah. pushes me to like do better. I, I've, never, I, I've never listened to an episode of this podcast because I did. I If I did, I'd cancel the show because I'd hate it. Uh, <laughs> I, I would be too, too self-critical. And and look, some people are self-critical because they're coming from a, from a negative place. And some people are self-critical because they see it as a, as a, uh, a step in their growth and want to do better and and could do better and so understanding them enough to understanding them as individuals enough to know where they're coming from um but then i think there's also a population that are like oh look what i drew i hate it um because they're looking for some some praise praise yeah and and so maybe there there's some people that that uh that approach it that way look look at this horrible thing i did um, so that people will say nice things about it. And yeah, there, there's, there's the need for that too. Um, I, I personally am so messed up, I guess, that any kind of praise from anybody about anything, uh, gives me, gives me a panic attack. Um, and anxiety. Really? I, oh, I hate, I hate hearing nice things from people. It, it, it just, it, it, Do you like hearing shitty things from people? I like hearing honest criticism. Okay. I mean, if it's just somebody being an asshole, I mean, I can take it or leave it. I've got rhino yeah. skin. I don't care about that. But but I, I really appreciate um, honest, thoughtful criticism because that's that's where you grow from. Um, you know, sir, after after my Zoom trainings, I've got uh, uh, that are done on my site anyway. I've got a, a, a evaluation that people have to fill out before they get a certificate, and and I'm, I'm more interested in the the ones who have criticisms. Um, than, than the ones that are saying nice, sweet things because, oh my gosh, yeah, I hate, like, I hate it because it makes me so uncomfortable when people tell me things that are, they don't like about what I do, but 
I learn from it, obviously, and grow from it. And you wouldn't learn and grow if you didn't have that, but it does make me uncomfortable. Yeah, right? well, I mean, it, it's it's not like I'm I'm walking around the world looking for people to talk shit about me, but uh, <laughs> but but I mean, if it if it if it's thoughtful and uh, and given from a from a from just an honest place, I'm I'm totally for it. I think I think we grow from that, and so some of those kids might might have a little bit of that in them, but some of I mean, look, praise is a is a drug because it it uh, it releases for a lot of people, it releases a lot of those happy chemicals, the dopamine and stuff in the brain. Yeah. And so if they're, if they're looking for that saying, Hey, I don't like this picture, um, gives them maybe a chance to, to ask for What are you picking off of yourself? Just long ginger hair. Okay. Not okay. cat hair. <laughs> uh, I got, got a little bit distracted. Um, uh, so what, what were we talking about? Praise. Uh, yeah, uh, listeners, um, on, on the Zoom, Kristen was just grooming herself like uh, some sort of uh, uh, alpha chimpanzee or something uh, sitting in the forest. Yeah, I kind of um, have the same color hair as a chimpanzee. No, not a chimpanzee, an orangutan. Yeah, yeah, you mm -hmm. kind of do. Um, that's a, is, Was that by choice? No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, so, I'm a redhead. So, it's just like that. No, it's not. That's colored. Well, that's not natural. That's colored. Co yeah, there's some color in there. I don't see any gray. Oh, yeah, well, I got to cover my gray, but I've been a ginger okay. my whole life. Like okay. this is, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, this is you. Uh, so gray. Larissa, I don't, I, I, I don't know if that was a good response or not, but I, I it, they can come from so many different places. Um, and so the kid who's really into their art and not happy with their first attempt um, give them the materials and let them, let them, uh, go about their day. The kid who's maybe looking for, for that praise, uh, decide how much of that you want to, want to dole yeah. out. And the, the kid who might be criticizing their creations because they feel, I mean, they truly do have these negative feelings about themselves and life in general. And, and it's a, it's a cry for attention or help in those ways, give them that. But, it, it's really comes back to what we talk a lot about on this show. It's, it's building those relationships yeah. and knowing, knowing the kids as individuals so you can give them the response that they need. Um, I mean, it goes back to Tamar Jacobson. Everybody needs attention, but everybody needs different kinds or flavors yeah. of, a, of attention. And I think that mm -hmm. might be, that might be related to this, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody just needs it in a different way. And that's why you need relationships. Mm-hmm. So listeners, as we, oh, thanks for calling Larissa. Um, as we, as we wrap this episode up, I want to, uh, look, I'm, I'm starting a part-time business, Kristen. What? Wanna, yeah. What are you going to do? Sell margaritas well, on the beach? On the beach, but not margaritas. Oh, bracelets. Okay. No, so <clears throat> listen to this. Um, I'm going to start a eye patch, peg leg and hook business so that if, if any pirates are, are in the neighborhood and they're looking for a a custom boutique handmade eye patch okay. peg leg or hook i'll just be there in a little kiosk on the on the on the beach whittling these things or I have, yeah. my little, have, have my little uh uh um uh you know those guys with the hammers like metal workers what are those guys called blacksmith I have yeah, my yeah. Little blacksmith station set up for to make the hooks and uh it'll be look if you want if you want like uh 
um, your 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 sweetie pie's name on your peg leg or something. Uh, we'll we'll be Ooh. able to do that if you want to if you want a hook that is also like um, I don't know a looking glass or a binocular or tongs or something. We'll we'll work on that if you want something something cool embroidered on your oh, on your um, on your eye patch like a like if, if you want like a, a billy goat eyeball because they got those weird <laughs> eyeballs right uh, uh crochet or, or stitched onto your 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 eye patch we can do that um i so it's something i've been thinking about for a while haven't seen a lot of uh pirates on the beach so i'm not sure it's gonna no. be a really successful business but well also i'm wondering why do pirates always have hands and feet and eyes missing like what trouble do they get into that like makes their eyes and their one of their feet and one of their hands always gone well i think it might be the sword fighting I mean, yeah, the, the running around with the, with sharp, sharp pointing metal sticks. Uh, I mean, that okay. could, I thought that was, that was why, um, sharks, sharks Why is it never like a whole, why is it never like they're like they're, well, I guess if it was their head, they'd be dead, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if a pirate had his head, if a pirate was missing his head, he would be, he would be, he or she would be, would be dead. Yeah, that's true. Okay. What well, else, why is what it else never like missing? two peg legs or two hooks? Well, I mean, sometimes it might be, but uh, those guys probably retire shortly afterwards because it's it's hard to do it's hard to do pirating with uh, with two peg legs. And, now you could probably yeah. you could probably have one peg leg and one hook and still do a good job pirating. But if you had maybe that's two... why they have a parrot sometimes because then yeah. like, the parrot can chase after people. Yeah, the parrot could help with uh, self care stuff too. It's kind of like a a, uh, a, a a an assistant parrot to help yeah. with those kind of things too. So yeah, so I'm not I haven't I haven't figured out what to call it yet. Um, you should maybe but... sell parrots too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if, once I get it up and going. Um, so we'll we'll see. Uh, you know, I might have to cut back on the podcasting if the uh, the eye patch, peg leg, and hook business really takes off. But uh, we'll see how it goes. You should also cater to the sea hags out there. Sure. What would what would they be needing? They need nets. Like Net nets. I don't know. I feel like they need to wear nets for some reason. Uh, between episodes, I'm going to search this and find out if there's a relationship between nets and hags. Um, <laughs> Hey, listeners, this has been another episode. I don't know what we talked. Oh, we talked about playful change. We talked about uh, Art. artwork. We talked about pirate stuff. What, what more could you want from an early learning podcast? Right. <laughs> this, oh, plug your plug your Instagram. Oh, Kristen.rb.peterson. This has been the Child Care Bar and Grow podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Back soon. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.